Today's episode is brought to you by Family Time Travel, your one-stop destination to every place you want to be. Whether you want to go to the French Riviera on a luxurious vacation or a budget vacation to Vegas and everything in between, Family Time Travel is your one-stop destination for all your travel needs. You can go to our site at familytimetravel.paycation.com and you can help yourself in our search engine or you can leave your contact information and one of our certified travel agents will give you a call and give you all the personalized service that you require. Family Time Travel. Familytime.vacation.com. Tell them Dino sent you. Today's episode is brought to you by Family Time Travel, your one-stop destination to every place you want to be. Whether you want to go to the French Riviera on a luxurious vacation or a budget vacation to Vegas and everything in between, Family Time Travel is your one-stop destination for all your travel needs. You can go to our site at familytimetravel.paycation.com and you can help yourself in our search engine or you can leave your contact information and one of our certified travel agents will give you a call and give you all the personalized service that you require. Family Time Travel, familytime.paycation.com. Tell them Dino sent you. What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones, Hoopla, and The Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your hosts, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of The Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Charlie Bell. What? No Charlie Bell? A good day, Damon Weasel. What? No Weasel? No Charlie Bell? That's right, everybody. This is a special edition of the Shiznit Show. First ever. I guess I don't not for sure exactly what I'm going to call it. Shiznit Show television, Red Rock TV. But guess what? It's going to be about television, as you can tell. Um, we have some very special guests today. We have the one and only Mac and Detox TV with us today via Skype. 
So Mac and D will be joining us in just a bit. And uh, we're going to be chopping up, talking about Empire and The Walking Dead and just all kinds of good TV shit that I can't talk about with my crew because my crew is trifling and don't watch television. Okay? I mean, the whole reason why I started podcasting from Jump Street was to talk about TV. And then I go and get a crew where nobody watches television. How the hell did that happen? I mean, come on. Really? (laughs) Anyway. Uh, I'm not going to drag this out. We're going to get right into it. We're going to introduce our guests and uh, get right to the good stuff. Mac and D. What's up? Welcome to the Shiznit Show. Thank you guys so much for uh, dropping in. Good to be thank, here. Oh, thank you for uh, that, that. was an awesome introduction, man. <laughs> One and only. <laughs> That's right. You guys are, man, you guys are moving up big, fast. I mean, you guys just been on the black guy who tips. Man, I, I, I ain't been on there. You know what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, I'm a little worried that this might feel a little anticlimactic after you guys been stomping with the big dogs and then you have to come back down here, you know, and with the, with the, the little pups trying to get on the porch, you know. Hey, hey, look, no, we, we, hey, look, we still underground too, man. All right. All right. right. Definitely got to support everybody because everybody tips in and supports us. So, okay. Yeah, okay. Man. Well, let me get started with the uh, the intros and what's up and all that kind of stuff, even though I'm a little bit um, familiar with you guys, especially with D, because D and I, uh, I consider D a friend. Like, I'll, I'll call, I'll hit D up and be like, hey, man, I, I need to talk about TV. When, when are you mm-hmm. free? Are, are you free? Can we can we chat? <laughs> you got you got time? Can I can I hit you up? So we'll call each other on like on like the real phone and stuff and just like just talk about TV shit for like an hour. Just, you know. Just, just because, <laughs> just because none of my friends watch television, trifling asses. <laughs> but, but Mac, I haven't had the pleasure. Uh, I feel like I know you a little bit, just because I'm a fan of the show and I listen almost every week. You know, every once in a while, you guys go off and and do uh, Ratchet uh, TV, which you know you guys call reality <laughs> TV. I call Ratchet TV, and uh, and then you guys or do something like you have a special House of Cards. Well, I don't, I don't fuck with House of Cards. But uh, other than that, I listen to you guys pretty much every week, and I really enjoyed the episode you guys just did with uh, Rod and Karen. Uh, big ups to you guys for that again. But, uh, yeah, so, I, Mac, like I said, I feel like I kind of like know you a little bit. I know you like licking on dudes' faces and stuff like that, and I told Dee that that's going to have to stop. That's, 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 that's going to gonna have to put it into that. That's, you can't go around well, I mean, licking on dudes' faces. I don't faces. say I'm licking the guy's faces. I just feel like he has a lickable face. If you were in that position, you know, you might. It's lickable. Mm, I've so- heard you say you want to lick some faces. <laughs> Probably said. because it's a lickable face. Not that I'm actually, like, walking up to people licking them. <laughs> well, I, I didn't think you was actually walking up to Derek Luke licking them, but I felt like you wanted to. Yeah, but, like... <laughs> He might get harassed. Do you see Derek Luke at a Walmart or something? I, I fear for his safety because I just feel like you would just run up to him and just start licking his face. I would be in like such shock that I probably wouldn't be able to. Right. But in my mind, like I might have like an outer body experience where my outer body is actually like just going and like getting a smooth lick right across. 
You know, you know? I, I, I hear you. I, you know, I'm, I'm giving you a hard time, but I mean, <laughs> sexual harassment can be fun when it's done like when it's done correctly. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I do it on my show all the time. I love, you know, when I have these beautiful women in the studio and stuff. I, man, I, I, I sexually harass uh, Shirley right in front of clothes. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> But why don't you guys go ahead um tell us how you guys got started with the podcasting and all that. Give us some background on how, you know, how you guys met in college and all that kind of good stuff. I know you guys have told this story time and time again, but, you know, you guys are superstars. Now you got to get used to telling the same story. The true story is I, like, saw Dewan sit on a corner one day, and I was like, oh, you know, he looks really sad, so let me just pick him up and take him to get some help. <laughs> so you trying to say my man was looking like a little sad puppy, and you just took yeah, him home? I was like, let me just help him out today because, you know, God wants me to do this. So that's how we really met. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. You can't do my man like that. In the mean streets of Durham. <laughs> right, I ain't picking nobody up. <laughs> right? Um, uh, how we got started? Uh, we we have a mutual friend, and basically both of us was talking to him about TV all the time, and he was like, that's it, enough. Y'all two should talk to each other. And we was like, okay, well, you know, I, I was thinking of starting a podcast. I didn't really have an idea for a co-host, and once he kind of, said that i was just like huh well let me ask her if she do it so you know see i asked her she was gracious enough to say yes and she's been putting up with my uh my nonsense for about probably about a year year and a half now yeah okay so let me ask you this yeah. how long were you guys how long was it from the time that you guys met to the time you pr- produced your first show oh that was uh probably about Probably about four or five months. months. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, was a few months because I, because I, I think I, I came up with that. Like we agreed to do the show like July, August of like 2013, and then like you know you know this like once you agree to do the show, now it's like okay, well, how do I actually like do it? Create infrastructure, <laughs> right? Because I feel like I'd be discouraging so many people because like I and you probably get hit up often like, yo, I want to start my own podcast. I want to start my own podcast. And then you actually tell people like, oh, well, you know, you got to get the equipment and you got to get a hosting website, create an RSS feed, submit the RSS feed, you know, and and create basically create the whole show from scratch. And then people like, oh, all right, I'm gonna let you know when I uh, actually do (laughs) You know, it's funny that you but, say that. Um, yeah. So it, all in all, it was probably about a six month process, though. Now, OK, I find that interesting for uh, a couple of reasons. One, I think most people who get into this with the friend is generally somebody they've been tight with for a minute. It just I don't think there's a rule or anything like that. It just seems that that's the way <laughs> it works out. And then the other thing, I, the other reason why I find it interesting is because the way you guys flow. And I don't know. Maybe it's because. Maybe if I go back and listen to the first episodes, it may be different. But me coming in like a you know a year after you guys already been doing it for a minute, you know your chemistry feels like you guys have been friends forever. Like most of the people doing like me and my crew, the IDS crew. I mean, you know Rod and Karen been together since high school and whatnot. Uh, Clove and Shirley been together since high school. Most of these people are either married and been together forever or they have friendships that go back forever. And you guys seem to, 
it doesn't you guys don't feel any different it doesn't feel like you guys only been you know friends you know um john and molly john john uh john pennyman and molly mack uh the the pennyman doctrine they're like you mm-hmm. guys they're they're they don't have a million years of uh friendship and their chemistry is uh is really good and seems like they you know been together a lot longer than they have just like you guys but uh anyway uh that's 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 props for you guys in case you guys didn't know <laughs> thank you i think look, like in, a lot of things okay. i was gonna say a lot of the things we like agree on like we before we like like exchange like telephone numbers and stuff like that we would follow each other on twitter um, and so when we were watching TV, we were like sharing thoughts like that and, you know, laughing and joking that way. So during those couple of months we were building up to the show, um, started recording. I think that definitely helped as well. Not that we like knew each other since the sandbox or anything, but I, I, we definitely, um, you know, share some of the same views, especially when it comes to TV. So I think that's why it helps with the, um, chemistry when it comes to recording the show. Well, I have a question real quick. And <laughs> being modest. D, I know you. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. One, one question though. She being modest. I hear you. Uh, how 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 did you follow her on Twitter when she ain't never on Twitter? You <laughs> know. That's all I'm saying. I just I'm just wondering. She does like pop up like once in a while, and she be like, "Surprise tweets, bitches." <laughs> 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 she disappears for like another like forty eight hours. Man. Yeah, she kind of like, she, she kind of uh, incognito with it because even on Facebook she tried to be all kind of low. But I finally found her though. I found you on on Facebook. I've been low key stalking you. I, I, I think I, I I can't see much because you you still haven't accepted my friend request. So it's only so so much stalking I can do uh, from a distance. But uh, 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 I probably on. have yeah. like a whole. I was like, I probably have like a whole list of like referring requests to accept, but see, I work in the education field. And so I try to keep my like tweets. Well, of course, during the day, I'm not um, tweeting during the day because I'm working with kids, but my, my personal life, my private life, that's why y'all call me Mac and not by my real name, just because, you know, I try to, you can, you can lose your job <laughs> over some of the things that you tweet and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. So I definitely try to keep that private. I def, um, I also like, I'm really, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Selective when I'm like allowing people, especially on like Facebook or Instagram, only because I feel like my students will try to get like a relative to like follow me. And so I don't know. That's what I, that's what I think in my mind. So that's why I don't, you I, know. I think what you're saying is you're good now. Okay. She's gonna accept. Just don't don't be like you know stalking her and then sending signals back to her students. Right. I think that's what she's getting at. Okay. No, I, I feel you on that because you know I don't. That's the one of the few things I don't talk about. I'm pretty candid and open, but I don't I don't talk about my job like ever. Yeah. And, uh, Dude, I, I, as a matter of fact, I'm saying people will try to get you up out of here, man. I don't tweet or letting anybody know where I work either. You say the wrong thing and they emailing your boss saying, hey, this person said this to me. And like, next thing you know, you're getting pulled in HR. Right, Mm-mm. right. So we have a, actually a, a running joke here on the network because a few of us uh, all work uh, kind of like different branches of the same place. And we all say we work at the, the CIA. 
So <laughs> that's the running joke. We when we ever whenever we vaguely reference our our work, we'll say you know at at the CIA or whatever, and that, that's pretty much it. That's the end of it. But yeah, I, I hear you on that though, Mac. I feel you for real though. But uh, okay, so um, let me ask you guys this: What? How do you guys decide? what shows you're going to talk about and which ones you're not. Cause there's so many freaking good shows, you know, that could be talked about. How do you guys decide that? D I'll let you answer that one. <laughs> um, we, we, um, early on, we, we saw an opportunity to help like promote the show through the most active shows on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So we, we look at like, you know, scandal is getting X amount of tweets. So if we live tweet scandal and we talk about scandal and we promote our show around like the hashtag scandal, then I feel like that just that increased the amount of eyes that may see it. Because, you know, people do go and like search the scandal hashtag on Twitter. So if they do that. They may come across an episode that we did where we're discussing scandal so we we mix that in with shows that both of us watch and both of us are interested interested in and we try to we try to just mainly create it around that like i I know i know you don't do a lot of the reality shows but we love them and they cause a lot of you know they they get a lot of traffic um so we definitely try to add those in and like dramas are, are the hardest ones because you know everybody's not watching the same dramas or every drama isn't worth talking about so we just, you know, we mainly go off like shows that we like. We go off um, uh, the Twitter interactions around the show, and we just try to, you know, find a good mix from there. Okay, I hear you. I know we definitely tried to. Um, I think what was helpful, we started creating categories um, of topics that we were going to cover, and then um, so like dramas or reality shows. And here recently, we've been, like, not necessarily doing the same shows every week. But, like, if something interesting was going on on the show in a particular category, like reality or whatever, then we would give our piece on that. And it helps to kind of mix it up and also um, give people that don't listen to the same shows or watch the same shows every week something different to listen to when we talk. So I think that's kind of helped as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that that was uh, what you said about... Um scandal and the twitter and everything that was just brilliant that's just good smart marketing and branding right there that was that's excellent (coughs) all right so i feel like i know y'all motherfuckers good enough we can get into these (laughs) topics (laughs) okay so what what do you guys want to talk about first we guys want to talk uh, about uh um the walking dead or empire first Let's do Walking Dead. Okay. Yeah, Mac, this is a good one for you because I kind of know how, even though the audience doesn't know because D and I kind of talked about some of the stuff the last time we talked, even though it was a while ago. Where, <laughs> where, do, you, where do you feel like, where do you feel like uh, everything is headed between our group and the Alexandrians? I don't know. I'm, I'm a little torn mm-hmm. because, and when they first got there, I, was, I actually did tweet during this <laughs> episode, but I was tweeting and I was like, they just renewed this show for two more seasons. This is not going to work out. You know what I mean? So it was like, they get to this place. It seems so perfect. And everybody has on clean clothes and they have food and all this great stuff. But it, you know, in your heart's hearts, it's just not going to work out. Right. So I don't, I guess I've been torn at this point, right before the last episode. It's like the season, 
are they going to stay there and take over or are they going to kick rocks and just try to find somewhere to go? It's going to be really hard. It will be really hard for me in the zombie apocalypse to leave running water um, <laughs> and shelter. So I, don't, I think I just have to kill everybody and just take over. Let's see. I really don't think I can stay or leave. But see, now you're getting into something that uh, I talked with D about when I was on your show. Now mm-hmm. you're talking like somebody like like me, like you, like D, like normal people. That's how we feel. But <laughs> Rick's people, they got an aversion to water. Them motherfuckers, they don't love running water like we do. They all they okay without it because. But they no. But you notice there's a change, right? There's a change in how they're they're acting. So they some of them got a little spoiled with this running water. That I agree that they have gotten spoiled, but I don't think it's by running water because I think of all the things that they can do without running water is like first on their list. Because, look, I think they were there a month and a half before Daryl finally washed his dirty ass. Uh, <laughs> Daryl, all his life has probably been like this. So. And, and even the rest of them. I mean, it's like throughout the course of this, this show, uh, every other group, any anytime you see the the as soon as they – the first chance they get, just like you, like I said, like you or me, like normal people, the first chance they get, they wash their dirty asses and, and, <laughs> and change clothes. With. Rick's people don't do that. No. They don't do that. They're walking around the jail where you know they got laundry facilities. You know they got a, 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 a surplus of, um, uh, what do you call those, a prison, prison gear and whatnot. They still walking around all the time that they was in that prison with they Oh, dirty, stanky! <laughs> no, they they do. I, they just don't need running water. They they don't have. I don't know what it is about them, but they're just. They don't have a proclivity for cleanliness. <laughs> That's true. I probably didn't even think of it that way. But also the fact that when they came to this, um, when they came to Virginia, they were just like, "We need to stay here. This is where we have to be." And so a part of me is like, okay, they're going to try to take over and just keep it how it is and, you know, just do whatever they need to do to um, keep that wall up around them, whether they have to kill people, whatever it may take. So, so what do you think? Let me ask you this. Okay, before I tell you what I think. Now, if they do take it over and they just kind of like, you know, kill all these people or run them out or whatever – well, we know they're not going to run them out. If they take it over, they're going to kill them because we know how – because Rick has told us his philosophy, and we understand that. I mean, how how would that make you feel about our group? Like, would you – you know, because D and I, when we were talking, when they first got to Alexandria, uh, I think was the last time we spoke, and I was saying that they – I feel like they need to be real careful. I, I think it was actually – I think the last time we spoke, they had just they had just gotten to Alexandria, and it was when that uh, Rick had – did that thing where he touched his gun and looked at uh, Jesse uh, and Pete, like mm-hmm. like like I'm a like I'm a uh, take you out and take your bitch, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I was better be known. <laughs> right, and I feel like they have to be very careful because he's getting kind of Shane like, which you know it's good for the story and all that to mix it up, but at the same time, I feel like we have to we have to like these people. We have to root for these people. We have to love these people. We have to, you know, and if they make them, if they get too out of pocket, if they get too much Shane, like, or too, you know, they get too, too wild, too feral, and they can't come back from that. Then all of a sudden they're going to be the bad guys and we're not going to root for them. And if we're not rooting for them, then 
you know, unless they introduce new good guys, which we don't have a bond with, you know, that's not really going to work and the whole show is going to fall apart. So, yeah, I don't. I was thinking about this the other night, though. I feel like the whole time everybody has been asking Rick, step up, be our leader, be strong, like make the decisions that we need to make um, that you need to make for everybody. Um, and he's starting to do it, and then it's, he's turned to the, like the world that they're living in, and now everybody's saying, "No, step back, like be nice, Rick, be nice." But this whole time, y'all been telling him to step up and be the leader and all this kind of stuff. I was just thinking, like when the group initially started to form, then that's what everybody was um, calling on him to do. Yeah, that um, goes all the way back to like the second season. Yeah, back like at Herschel's farm and things like that, and it's just like, so he's done this. He's been a leader all this time, and the leader that he's become has been because of the environment that he's been in. But now y'all are wanting him to calm that down. I I just feel that's unfair. Yeah. D, what do you think? Where where do you think they're going with this whole Alexandria thing, this, the final in a couple of nights, uh, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think? Oh yeah, I missed all that. <laughs> I was on it. <laughs> okay. Wow. I was wondering why. Yeah. I was like, it feels like it's only uh, me and Mac here. <laughs> hey, duty calls, man. Duty calls. Hey, man. Um, we don't care about your bathroom habits, man. You know, that's TMI, bro. You my boy and all, but that's TMI. I'm just, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is this is what I was asking. Um. Or me and uh, Mac and I have been talking about basically uh, where we think, or actually where she thinks. I haven't given my opinion yet. Where we, uh, where does she think that this uh, thing between our people and the Alexandrian Alexandrians is headed? What do you think the climax and you know in a couple of nights is going to be? What do you think? You know, where do you think we're headed? The the climax. Um, I, I I really think that we're going leading to a place where, you know, Rick is going to have to. I, I think we're leading to a place where Rick is ultimately going to be proven right, and the people at Alexandria are going to be like, "Oh man, he was right all along." But it's kind of too late because I do think that there's an outside threat that Rick is warning them about, albeit in the, in a completely wrong fashion. You know, you, you don't tell people that you're trying to save them by waving a gun at them. Um, oh hell so, no! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so so I think that he's um I think that he's going to be proven right that the people that's been carving up these these zombies um I think that they're going to pose a, a, a threat to the uh, to the Alexandrians and they're going to be like, well, damn, Rick was right all along. It is crazy people out there. Right. But I just think he kind of went about it all the wrong way. I think the most interesting part um, is going to be seeing how the group divides. Because I think Rick and, and Carol are all for taking this place over, whereas Daryl, um, Michonne, uh, maybe Maggie are like, well, they believe in this place, you know? And I think that that's going to cause a, a rift between the, the group. So we'll see how it goes from there. Right. And I'm, yeah, I'm kind of uh, along with you. Is I definitely feel like, I think most people feel like the the climax is going to be between our people and the Alexandrians. I don't think that, I, I think there's an outside threat. I think there's uh, whoever's been carving those M's or W's, however you want to look at it, uh, into the uh, the walkers and also that, that light. That uh, that uh, Daryl Daryl and uh, what's his name? I can't think of the dude's name. Uh, they spotted in the distance, way out distance over there. There's definitely somebody else out there, and 
I think that is going to be the threat that uh, I think actually I think I think Rick and and I don't know possibly somebody else will get kicked out. I think um, what's her name Deanne, the the little mayor or whatever whatever mm-hmm. she is. I think she's going to kick out Rick and maybe somebody else. And while Rick is out inside the wall, they're going to be attacked by this this threat. And you know usually when there's a a, a human threat, usually the zombies help out too. So they're going to get overrun with walkers and this, this outside threat. And then Rick is going to come back and, uh, and help save the day. That's what I think is going to happen. I still think, and everybody kept saying <laughs> no, no the other night. But I still think that whoever is carving the walkers up is um, somebody in the um, camp. And I'm probably am the only person that thinks that. Yeah, you but are. But just like how... <laughs> Just how the young girl um, that uh, Carl has kind of um, fallen for, how she still feels the need to go outside of the walls. Who's to say there's not somebody else that's behind the walls that still has that need? Because this, I tell you why. The only person, okay, first of all, we can eliminate all of the Alexandrians. Not one of them has balls to do that. (laughs) Not one. Right? The only one who might kind of sort of would have was Aiden. He's dead. Right? The rest of them definitely, it's like, you know, they see or hear a walker and they wet themselves. So we know it's not them. <laughs> that means it would have to be somebody in our group who's doing it. And I just can't picture anybody in our group doing it, even though Sasha is kind of Looney Tunes right now. I don't think she's that far gone. I mean, she, yeah. would, she would rather, she would just go ahead and kill the walker before she would just start putting random letters on there. And then also there's a theory... um, Okay, spoiler alert here. There's a theory that's going around, like from the comic books. I don't. Do you guys? Do you guys mind if I tell this part? Or do you guys not like that kind of thing? Go for it. We're still going to watch it. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. There's because I don't. I don't read the comic books, but I, you know, I read different threads and wikis and different things, and uh, you know, I find out information sometimes that's, you know, theories. So this is not right. a, like it's not a for sure spoiler because I don't know for a fact, but it's, uh, it's a theory from outside source that so it could be a spoiler. But there's a group called uh, the Wolves that oh. that's in the comic book. So Wolves W, they call themselves the Wolves, and uh, the theory is that they're that 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 uh, that outside threat. So, well, I was gonna stay strong and wrong. Um, with my <laughs> but now that you've said that <laughs> but what what's up with uh i feel like they teased uh morgan at the was it the end of last season yeah when, yeah when, at when, the uh at the halfway mark right of, uh last year the halfway mark and then at the then they tease him again at the like the very like the finale like mm-hmm. he was on his way to Terminus, but then he saw Rick's uh, sign and he turned around or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Rick had crossed out. I, the, I don't know. What to do. I'm just one like that was like the that's like the worst tease ever. You gonna tease some tease a, a character a whole season? I mean, a whole season before like okay, you tease him, then a whole season comes and goes, and there's nothing more about that character. Like when they yeah. first ran into um. What's the gay guy's name again? Um, uh, uh, Aaron. Aaron. Right. I was going to say Aiden, but Aaron. Yeah, Aaron. When they first ran into Aaron, and Aaron was like 
dropping the water and stuff like that before he showed himself, I thought that was Morgan. You know, I was like, oh, okay, that, that must be Morgan coming back again. But that, that's weird. They they tease him, and but then he just they did did nothing with the tease. Like worst tease right. ever. Well, Game of Thrones be teasing people with them dragons, and we ain't seen them dragons do nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we see. We see. Well, well. Hold on, I'll take that back because I think they did fry up a little uh, a child or something or some guy's goats, right? Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, and yeah. they killed a kid, but we didn't see it. We just right. heard the story. Right, right. Well, you know, they're still growing, you know. they they taking their dragon vitamins and whatnot and, you know. <laughs> 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 they're little Flintstone vitamins and they're growing, you know. Then they'll be. I was saying now, now they're locked up. Well, I think two of them are, but that's on Pot of Thrones. We'll get to that later. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, he's TV show jumping right now. <laughs> we do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, okay, what was the other question I wanted to ask you guys? Uh, or you asked, actually, you, okay, I, yeah, I answered your question, Mac. You asked me what did I thought and I, what I mm-hmm. think, and I told you. So, yeah, so that's what I think uh, we're headed. Um, I'm kind of wondering about how how things are going to – I'm, I'm one. I kind of feel like, you know what, I kind of feel like it's going to be deja vu. I kind of feel like Alexandria's walls are going to get destroyed. And then they're like gonna, the prison? Right, and they're going to have to move on, and then part of the Alexandria people – will become part of our our people and we're going to like move on from Alexandria. Well, who do you think will be part of who do you Jesse. think? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely her. Yeah. Anybody else? Y'all think they Yeah, I, yeah, it got to be somebody else, right? Yeah, probably. I think the teenager girl Carl's little Carl's interest. girlfriend, yeah. Uh, yeah, Enid. But is she a part of the? I still think she a part of them wolves, man. Hmm. Possibly. Um, but he's seen her in the um, camp, though. But Cause I, remember, like that, um, they were at the house and they wanted the boys wanted to play video games. She was just like laying on the bed, like not interested in whatever they were talking about. Yeah, I think D's saying he thinks she's a spy. Yeah, yeah. that's what I think. I, I think she's a spy. That's interesting because well, it kind of proves my theory right there, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Actually it kind of does that. That does make more sense because also it doesn't make sense to me. Like her desire to get out there and run around. That is weird. That doesn't fit to me, even though she's new there. Like why, you know, her just getting out to run around. She's not just getting out to run around. She's getting, she's going back to, to report to the wolves. You know, her little, all her little uh, reconnaissance, you know, all her espionage that she's picking up. That's why she's getting out there. And then you notice how she was able to, uh, how to evade Carl. Like she, first of all, she knew Carl was following her. She knew how to lose him very easily. And then she like, you know, she did that thing where she was talking and you couldn't tell where she was coming from. That, that little magic thing. Yeah. She got some skills. She got some CSI, mm-hmm. some CIA skills that she learned from these wolf people. 
Yeah, she hasn't been with an adult. She hasn't been with an adult either. No, but who who was that guy that he uh that Carl had brought up? He was like, dude, does he know you're out here? And she was like, yeah, he he knows I need to be out here. Because like you said, Mac, they haven't shown her with anybody. Mm-mm. Oh, like who she's living with or anything? Yeah, they haven't. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. I think you might be right, D. I think that's what I think that's who she is now. Because that's the only way she she kind of makes sense. Otherwise, I'm like, she doesn't really make sense. So that's true. And I don't know. Like even though like Rick and his crew, they've definitely been um, out there for a while. I still don't see, like, a teenage girl just still being, like, all willy-nilly to be out there if she didn't feel some sort of security. Right. 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 That's true. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense that some little girl would want to be, you know, traipsing outside the walls and so much that she would sneak out, you know. I mean, Alexandria's not that small. It shouldn't, like, she shouldn't be feeling claustrophobic or anything. That place is pretty big. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's whole houses that nobody is living in, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there's, she can, there's places she can go and be alone. There's places she can go, you know, and be around people. There's places she can go and just, you know, be out in the open. There's, it's, it's, it's a lot to do there, you know? So yeah, that, that, that her being a spy, that's the only thing that makes sense. That it does make a lot of sense. Now, hmm. Carl's going to get his heart broken. Darn. <laughs> hey, even as even even zombie apocalypse can't prevent a a, a teenage kid from uh, a woman breaking his heart. <laughs> what is hey, hey, coming be- when that happens? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> there are a limited number of people that aren't dead, and you still can't keep a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Man, tell me about it. But um, I don't know. So, what do you guys think about? Deanne and what do you think she I mean that whole that whole thing like with her burning the the note that Carol brought over and leaving the casserole on the steps I'm like wow what what's that about like you know you upset that you're she's clearly more than just upset that her son was was dead I mean to me that says that she blames uh our people, Rick's people, for mm-hmm. for that, you know. Otherwise, because that was a, a what do you call it, passive aggressive statement, if I've ever seen one, to leave the casserole on the, on the ground and then to burn the car without even reading it. That was pretty passive aggressive. I think the uh, I think her burning the car and leaving the casserole was kind of like a declaration of war. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I acknowledge this from you guys, but, you know, it ain't going down. Like, from this point on, y'all got y'all people, we got our people, and we, we beefing down these streets, man. It's about to be blood and crips. They're about to turn Alexandria <laughs> <laughs> into Compton or something, man. West Side? Right. I do think that that was just out outward. Like, and I'm surprised. Like, I don't know if Carol told Rick, but I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm surprised that she would be that blatant. Like, somebody that's, like, as calculated as she is, like, I, you know, that she would just be that blatant, like, disrespectful to, you know, them um, sending their condolences. So, right. Yeah. I'm like, know. how does she, I'm wondering, I'm thinking that Father Gabriel's little uh, antics have gotten, 
have kind of seeped in. Otherwise, why would she feel? Why would she feel the need to blame them for that? Because they just lost four people, so she knows that they're capable of losing people too. They just lost four people not too long ago, just before Rick and them showed up on a run. So yeah, but when you lose somebody that's close to you, you don't you don't think logically. Like I don't feel like she's thinking logically right now. She's just lost her son, and she's not even probably taking that other. I don't know. She might because I feel like she's still a smart person, but she might not even be taking that into consideration because her emotions are take have taken over. So, but I don't. I, I understand grief and all that, but the need to blame somebody for something that and start a war. That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. That's not something that somebody who's so rational and so, you know, intelligent and can read people so well, that doesn't seem like something that they would. That's something that seemed like you could be pushed to eventually, but not. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's her son and all that. But still, I think that's a lot to kind of to go to. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not like I could see it more if all of our people came back too. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the fact that right. we lost we lost Noah, you know, we had to watch Noah get ate up live, you know, in front of yeah. in front of our face or whatever. That that yeah, shows that was, that was crazy, right? Right. <laughs> so um that that shows you that, you know, it wasn't any kind of funny business. I don't know, it's just I don't know, it's kinda of weird to me that she just like so ready to uh declare war or whatever, you know, what kind of whatever kind of rampage she's on. And uh, I don't know about anybody else. I haven't heard anybody else say this, but I'm mad at Michonne. I don't think that that was right for her to uh, to uh, clock Rick like that. And I think that's the I think that's the, the uh, a sign of something bigger of that divide that you guys are talking about. But see, I, I see that as something different. See, I, I see it as like, dog, you one sentence away from getting all of us kicked out back on the street. And if I just hit you right now and shut you up, we may be able to save face. Because who knows? Like, because my whole thinking was if Rick just kept like going on crazily like a lunatic and like actually start shooting at somebody. Like my idea was that guy was the, um, that dude, uh, Nicholas, stole a gun. So who knows if he had it on him in Alexandria as well. So like that situation could have escalated far past you know, what it was at the moment. And I feel like Michonne did that. Like, look, if I knock this dude out and shut him up, we may be able to save face. Uh But like you said, you don't know. It could also be that like, yo, I got a good thing. My dreads looking nice. You know, I got a good job. Got a full K. (laughs) I got stock, stock options and benefits. You know, I got dental. (laughs) <laughs> so she's looking at like, nah, bro, you can't mess up my good thing, man. So I mean, it could go either way, but I, I guess that's like that's to help build intention for the finale, you know, not knowing where people are drawing that line in the sand. Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with it if someone had attempted to talk him down first, but no one even tried to talk him down. They just went straight to, you know, Michonne coming with the elbow or whatever she, however she took him out, you know. And I don't think that that was cool. I think. They owe him better than that. And now if he didn't respond to being talked down, you know, to them trying to talk him down, then I would have been okay with that. But that as that as a first option, I'm not cool with that. I don't think that was cool at all. So um, it's not as hopefully she was thinking like what you said, number one. But if it was number two, which is what it looks like, 
because to me, all the signs are kind of pointing that way. Her hanging up her sword and, you know, and her like pushing so hard to be there in, in the beginning and being so like quick to. And I don't like how fast everybody is like they're us and all this kind of shit. Like, no, Glenn, they're not. Not yet. Not yet. We're not them and they're not us. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Noah was barely, barely one of us. And Noah went through more. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Noah went. Noah earned his stripes and he barely just got in and he earned his right. stripes. He helped save right. Beth. You know what I'm saying? He, he put in work that nigga limping for life. You know, even before he got ate up, he put in work, <laughs> <laughs> you know, these got people, ACF? yeah, these people, they took you in, but that ain't shit. Terminus took you in. You know what I'm saying? Taking you in ain't nothing. That don't mean nothing. People can take you in for all kinds of reasons. That ain't really, that doesn't earn you in, in like we're not us and we're not them them yet that's y'all know better than that and why the fuck are y'all saying that this fast we have not been through anything where we could form any kind of bonds we ain't if anything we've been through shit that just shows that we're more divided because the way you guys keep wanting to leave motherfuckers in danger at the drop of a hat (laughs) you know what i'm saying that just that right there is like driving a wedge between so no we're not them and they're not us so stop saying that shit it doesn't even fit what are you talking about yeah right hey look my my thing is though i'll say this speaking as as a person that has not lived in the zombie apocalypse (laughs) i think i would be more like the alexandrians like me me and matt we we closest thieves man (laughs) thickest thieves but if it came down to it and she got caught in a tricky position I gotta go. I gotta leave. <laughs> yep. And and, I, and look, and, and this is how I know me and Mac are cool because I know she'll do the exact same thing. Exact same <laughs> thing. She's gonna be like, "Damn, I gotta find a new co-host." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, are you guys serious right now? You guys, I Very. think you guys are. <laughs> I think you guys are. Hey, look, uh, I mean, and don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be, you know, uh, Mr. Bravado or anything like that, but. I just think, because for nothing else, if you want to, if you want to look at, it, to me, it's it's more, it's it's kind of more selfish to stay there and fight. I mean, well, not more selfish, but it's also selfish because, in the end, we know numbers. You know what I'm saying? It, it you got a better chance of survival with numbers. So, and if it's mm-hmm. just you and Mac, you got a better chance of making it if you save Mac because. You know, you got another person to help watch watch your back. You know, you going it alone, you let her fall by the wayside, it's just going to be that much easier for you to get taken down. I've already See? shared with d that I would not have made it this far. <laughs> I would have um, been sitting in right. the CDC <laughs> when they decided to blow it up. That's where I, I'm not cut out for this life. I've seen what y'all got to offer. I'm going to say a prayer and go, <laughs> Lord, go ahead and take me on because nope. Yeah, we... <laughs> One of the running jokes on our show is that me and Mac probably would have been dead zombies in episode one. Like we would have been, we would have been zombies that Rick killed in the, in the hospital. Like that's how early in the game we would have been gone. Cause ain't no way, man. I have like, I've been living in a city my whole life. I have zero survival skills. Zero. Right. But there's a, but you have a, you have a, a crew where, you know, you have Daryl and you know, and, and and you have Rick and you have I mean that's why there's safety in numbers because what you don't know and what you lack there's other people who who you know and then you learn you know what I'm saying like the the crew when when uh when they first came together everybody wasn't as badass as they are now 
You know what I mean? We wasn't we, they weren't sure. take they weren't taking out zombies with one or two blows in the beginning. Like they were they were wasting all kind of bullets shooting zombies five and six times and you know beating them half to death for five minutes before one would die like these other people do. You know what I'm saying? But now you see our crew, they take them out one or two swipes. It's rare that you see one of our crew uh, waste more than three three uh, strikes before killing a zombie. You know? It just But they they learned that. You know what I'm saying? So in the beginning, they didn't know that. And, uh, you know, uh, like Daryl, he was teaching uh, Beth how to track, and he's taught other ones how to track. You know, I mean... You learn that, so maybe you didn't know it in the beginning, but you know, it, it's, yep. you, you. I don't think you guys underestimate. I, I think you guys underestimate the uh, the the human will to survive. <laughs> that is our yep. strongest drive, and it is it is a very very strong drive. And you uh, you know, fortunately, most of us go our whole lives without ever having to realize that that drive is there. But uh, every now and then. You know, people get put in those those predicaments and, you know, people do all kind of things, chopping off their own limbs and whatever else, you know, and eating people, whatever. You know, it it when it kicks in, it kicks in and it's a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> right. See, now, now you got me thinking, I'm, I'm trying to think who in my circle of friends I could survive with. Cause I'm trying to think of anybody else have any survival skill that survivor skills in my like group. I don't have survival skills, but I got weapons. <laughs> I got I got a gun. I got shotguns. I got a uh, I got a uh, I got a uh, crossbow. <laughs> how, how dangerous is L.A. man? <laughs> you you need a crossbow. <laughs> No, no, right. I, I have that for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> That's just in case. <laughs> I got a nine for niggas and a crossbow for zombies. <laughs> uh, that makes a lot of sense, though. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Oh, well, okay. Is there any more you guys want to, uh, anything we didn't cover that you guys want to cover in Walking Dead before we uh, move on to Empire? Nah. Yeah. Let's, let's get into Empire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he tried to play like he's not, he doesn't like this show. He was really excited to see it, right? Everybody that's listening, y'all are my witnesses. d tries to hate like he don't like this show. He got really excited just then. No, no, no. (laughs) Look, 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 look. look. I'll say this. I hate watch it, but it's so entertaining. (laughs) Look, I've never not said that the show, you know, wasn't entertaining. It is entertaining. I just think that, like, the writing is overbearing at times. Like, I kind of like for them to play stuff out. Like, play this. Don't insult my intelligence when I'm watching a show. Like, I'm able to figure things out. You know, like, you don't have to be like, beating us over the head with it like we heard that jamal was gay like what once an episode like <laughs> we, got it. we got it in episode two you don't have to keep reminding us and and like it's re- like the only way i can think of it is this a show that starts from episode one every single episode so no matter whether you start on episode 11 start on episode five 
you know just as much information as everybody that started from episode one. And I think that that's kind of what's holding this show back. Mm-hmm. I think that's what also has increased their numbers because people can just jump in. I mean, like if you think the the statistics that have been coming out about the show, every single episode they were gaining like millions of viewers. Yeah, they were. So I think that's been able to help people to be able to just oh everybody's talking about it in the lunchroom. Let me jump in. And a lot of people, I mean, we have the luxury of DVR or whatever, but everybody doesn't have that. But so some people are able to actually just jump in and pick up wherever everyone else is. Right. All right, before we get That's true. E- even further into it, we're going to pause one second for a station ID break. Dino Red and the Shiznit Show. All right, and we're back. So, um, yeah, D, you definitely, definitely hate watch the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> I admit, I'm, I'm not hiding from that. No, you can't. I'm proud of you can't. You can't hide from it, man. It shows. <laughs> always, always tell people that it's entertaining, man. It's really entertaining. But I just think that, it is. like, my, my thing is, I just don't want people to be getting all excited. Like, oh, man, we're going to have some brothers and some sisters at the Emmys. And I'm like, wait, it's not that kind of show. Like, you know how, like, say, you know, it's the same thing, like, when people get mad about, like, Scandal not getting no love. And I'm like. You, like there's an hierarchy to TV, right? You know, and and that's why I try to explain to people. So like, I watch the show. I think it's entertaining. I think the writing could be better, and I'm kind of worried about where the show is going in the future. But yeah. we'll get into that a well, little bit later. Well, you're absolutely right. The the writing uh, could be better, and I think more specifically than it just the writing. I think a lot of the problem is uh, the lack of of research or, and, and on uh, the part of the writers and they don't have like enough consultants, which is weird to me because they have, they have Timberland who is the, the, the musical coordinator. So they could use, they could do it like they could uh, do two birds with one stone type of thing with him since he is there already at, in the capacity of the, uh, the musical, uh, production director or whatever you want to call him. I don't know what his official title is, but you know what I mean, consultant. They could also ask him stuff about how the actual business of it works, you know, and get it because there's a lot of stuff and not and and they could use uh also um someone who's just uh schooled in corporate America um because these motherfuckers have no idea how shit works in corporate America. It's so clear. <laughs> I mean right. You know, contracts do not exist in this world. People can just leave. Uh, they can just leave uh, one record company for next all willy nilly just because like ever somebody else left or whatever. I'm like, what is this mass exodus? These motherfuckers got contracts. They can't just up and leave because somebody else is leaving. What kind of war? And it's just people actually trying to steal uh artists who are signed with other people. I'm like, you can't, it doesn't work that way. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> and look, look, like my thing is I never, I never wanted, I never want to be one of those people that apply so much of like reality into like, cause I, my head would explode if I tried to apply reality to the show. Like, and I, and I was listening to but sometimes Fonte. you can't help it. Some, it's just yeah. Sometimes it's, yeah, sometimes it's you just can. gross <laughs> negligence. A lot of it. It's just very hard to overlook. Now, I would tell you one thing that made me mad, and this made me madder than anything that I've ever seen in television history. 
this nigga Jamal sang at a rap battle. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, people, like people think that I'm just like I'm I'm just overblowing it. I'm paying too much attention to detail. I'm like, no, he sang at a rap battle. There is only one rule at the rap battle. Which is weird because he has yeah. rapped. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and talking, about, talking about he saved it with that falsetto bitch at the end. Like, no, man, rap. Just rap, dog. That's it. Yeah. And then a, I agree with you on that one. I do too. He didn't rap well. Because the dude that he went after was so terrible. He could have just been super average and, you know, got the job done. But this nigga went up there and sang, man. I've seen rap battles in the Exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, because they, they didn't remind us in episode 15 that he's gay. So they had to just do something that was gay. And that when he, he sang at a rap get battle, and that was. Nigga, you gay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why? Why, man? Uh, yeah. Like, everything else I can deal with. Like, I'm a, I'm a finance guy. Like, I work in finance. So, like, the mm-hmm. IPO stuff, I just, I just chalked it up. I'm like, look, they don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not expecting Lee Daniels to, to like discuss like macroeconomics and and all of that like through this IPO. So I'm like, okay, I can let go of the finance stuff. Let the reality like just be what it is on this show. The rap stuff, I cannot let that go. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it, it all de- for me. It just, it just depends. You know, there's things in both that I can't let go, and things in both that I can't. You know, what I mean, it, to me, it just when it's just. I just, I guess, when it's just uh, something that I feel is just so gross, just, just really, just, I mean, like, like people just, you know, all willy nilly leaving one label for another label, you know, in, in, in some form of war. Like, what? What? In what world does this happen? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about right now? What? You know, like, I, it just, it just made no, just makes no sense. It's just like, yeah. Like, that's kind of the point of a contract, right? Exactly, and not everybody. And, and you can't tell me the whole label's contract is up at the exact same time. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Like, so, like, so that was piss poor planning. Yeah, I was like, really? Like that's that's like if basketball players just in the middle of the season was just like, nah, I'm gonna go play for the Heat, you know. <laughs> just you know, I'm just gonna go play for the Spurs. Like just whoever winning, they can just leave and go play for them. You know, right? <laughs> just up and go. <laughs> That's definitely something that I was just like, man, come on now. That but was- I, it, again, it was it was just the rap battle, man. Like everything else, I was just like, <laughs> everything else, I was just like, look, they they needed to feel like 20 minutes of this episode, so it's not completely just about family issues, and that's fine. Right. I get it. That rap battle, man. I'm I'm never let like I'm gonna carry that grudge with me to season two, <laughs> to season three, like, forever. Just let it go. Let it go. I'm, I'm trying. I'm really breathe. trying. Breathe, brother. Breathe. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> was singing, man. He was singing. I'm and, here to help you okay. do this. It's gonna be okay. And you know, me and All my right. wife, we me and my wife, we kind of got into it. Uh, we get into it about uh, Empire and just about any other show where there's a, a male. Uh, pit, pitted against the female because she always takes the female side and uh i generally not always me i will take the side of who i think is right but she is like no matter what she always thinks the woman's right but uh <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is it's not that i think lucius is a good guy i don't think I, I don't think he's that bad i mean they paint him out to be 
a pretty bad guy, and I think they want you to, you know. But I don't think he's that bad. I do think he is bad, and the the family's dysfunctional. But I've seen worse, you know. And 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 as far as I'm concerned, after the last episode, what I told my wife was, I think this whole family is trifling. Except, uh, yeah, I think Jamal is probably the only one that I haven't felt like stabbed in, in the somebody else in the family in the back. But all the rest of them, they just as trifling as, uh, or nearly as trifling as uh, as Lucius, and and yeah. and everybody that straight gave uh, Cookie a pass, and I'm I'm right here. I'm about to crumble that Cookie right now because she's fine <laughs> wait, and all wait, that stuff. Wait. I'm about to call Hold her on, out before you do that. Before you do that. The thoughts that are about to be presented are from the Shiznit show. That's right. They do not necessarily reflect that of Matt and I. Now proceed. Go ahead. Yeah, I, and I can do that because that's my baby mama. So, you know, and she's a good baby mama. Like I told you in that voicemail I left you. Uh, I don't know if you ever played that on the show. But, you know, she she does good. She sends the checks on time and all that. And I, I love her for that. But, however... <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Taraji. We're talking about Cookie right now. And Cookie's trifling. That. Nobody has brought up the fact that she was on Team Jamal all this time. You know, you you need to recognize you just don't you just hate him because he's gay and this and that and he's your son and he's the most talented and uh we're gonna make you a star, Jamal, and this and that. And guess what? As soon as Lucius got on board with Team Jamal was like, Yeah, you know what? She right. And then Jamal showed that he had even though he gay, he had some heart and he went and and in that fake ass scene where he hung dude over the uh, building like he was a wannabe Suge Knight and uh, won Lucius over. And then Lucius was like, you the heir apparent now. You the one that's going to be like Mike. And then all of a sudden she like, uh, Hakeem, let's take over the company. You know, I was like, what? I mean, you this whole time you been pushing Jamal, Jamal, Jamal since your ass got out of jail. And now as soon as Lucius get on team Jamal, then you go get Hakeem and do the same exact thing and put him <laughs> against him. And nobody's talking about that. Nobody. All the shows I listen to, nobody's talking about that. Not one person brought that up. That was trifling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, we're we going to talk you through this. Yes. <laughs> I have some counseling skills to offer you if you would like. <sighs> <sighs> no, but you know what? I agree. I agree, with you, man. Like the whole, the whole little co-op thing they created at the end, man. That just seemed it just rang false takeover. I did. Yeah, the hostile takeover, man. The idea that, like, one, Anika and Cookie would be able to put aside their differences and, like, do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, that yeah, was, like you got a point. She, that she, was fake. She, but, she, this whole season. You know what? That I didn't buy that. But, I, ironically, the the hostile takeover, the the like the mechanics of it and the way that it works, that's one of the few things they kind of they got right. I'm like, oh, this y'all get right. <laughs> about buying the sh- with, you know, buying the shares and creating the standoff so that the, the, the stock plummets and then buying it up. And I'm like, that's actually how it works. Like, th- yeah. this, this, how they get this part right, but they have no clue about nothing else financial or, 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 right. or contractual or anything else. Like, how they get, manage to fuck up and get this right? <laughs> So now, so now I, I'll ask this because I, I know Mac is uh, I know Mac is concerned. This keeps her up at night. <laughs> do y'all think Derek Luke is coming back, or he like that's it? He was just doing a couple episodes, and now he's out for good. Oh, that's a good question. 
He'll make an appearance. I don't. I don't think he. I think he got to come back a little bit. I mean, just because the storyline with him and Cookie's still open. You know, they haven't resolved that yet. So, I mean, I, I guess he doesn't have to come back. They could resolve it with him off screen, but uh, I would think they would have him back at, at least to uh, to tie up. You know that relationship. Speaking right. of coming back, I how do y'all feel about? I know this um, the last episode they were really like, "What celebs do you all want to see on the show?" Do you all feel like that's going to take away from a show, or is that going to add to it? The fact that they're going to have new people, not necessarily even um, musicians, but just new people coming in and out all of the time. I I, I think it's going to mess it up. I, that, like it just seems too too campy to me. Yeah. Like I, I, I used, I, I just started. Um, well, actually, I just finished uh, binge watching Friends, and Friends was notorious for that. Like they were like, "Hey, we got Bruce Willis to agree to play some girl's dad, so let's have him on for like four episodes." And I think that like shows like this deals better, like just when it's focused mainly on the family, like the business part of it and the record label part of it. Like that's that's cool, but like when it focuses on the family, and I feel like now it's gonna become like. Oh well, you know, you know, Jay Z agreed to make a cameo, so let's build a whole episode around that, and it takes away from the storytelling to the point where I just feel like I'm watching commercials. Okay, now see, I'm about to a I'm about to disagree with you, and I'm about to use your own your own uh, logic uh, against you. Uh, Man, that's the worst way to disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Like you said at the beginning of the Empire thing, people don't realize that there is a hierarchy of shows. Now, if we were talking about The Wire and they were doing all this stunt casting, then I'd be like, oh, hell, you know, or Breaking Bad or something like that. I'd be like, nah, that's, that's, that would take away from the show. But this show, this show, this show is, this is the kind of show that, this is the kind of show where you are supposed to do that. I mean, right. they, they've been doing it. They just had Patti LaBelle. They've had that, uh, uh, that that other uh, um, Rita Ora, right? I was about to say light skinned chick because my wife got me convinced that she's black, but uh, <laughs> officially she's not black. But my wife's saying she's black, and so I was about to say that light skinned chick uh, from Europe. Um, yeah, they had her. They've had you know they've had people throughout you know throughout the show. So I, you know, this is the kind of show that's like perfectly suited for that because it's not all about the writing the writing's not great it is all about the entertainment value of it and that's entertaining to have you know these other celebrities in and out and you know they've had uh mary J and whatnot you know so uh, it hasn't hurt it so far so why would it hurt it you know going moving forward i don't i don't think it will because that's the type of show it is Go, go I ahead, agree Mac. with both of you all to a certain extent. I see how it can <laughs> get <that> like. <laughs> <laughs> I I just feel like it can it can add to the show, but I feel like what's going to happen is it's going to be so much, so many people in and out. It's going to make it messy. So that's why I agree with both of you guys. Like I feel like it can add to the show. It is going to draw people's attention to it, but it's going to be just too much going on, and it's going to make it really really messy. I don't think so. It depends on how they do it. Cause like how they've done it, like Courtney love, she was just a character. You know what I mean? It wasn't like she was Courtney love. She was just some old washed up. I mean, she was playing like a fictional version of herself basically. Right. You know, See, and now, there was no spectacle that surrounded her. They just like kind of rolled her in and, and used her how she fit. And then she was done. And 
you know, there was no spectacle around her, and that didn't detract her. As a matter of fact, you know, a lot of people was like, is that Courtney Love? I don't even know. You know, didn't even realize that's Courtney Love. Oh, that's Courtney Love. Okay, that's who that, you know. But, See, my thing, I want to know if this, if this exists in the same universe as ours. Because, <laughs> no, 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 because I would have loved to see a flashback. Because Mary was in the flashback scene, one of the flashback scenes, right. too. So I would have loved for her to just, like, be doing some cocaine or something, like, hanging with one of those <laughs> Jodeci niggas. Like, I feel like if you don't do it, do it, man. Do it all the way in. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, Mary, you, you should have a drug problem. Like, you know, let's make you one of Lucia's clients back in the day. But she wasn't Mary, though. That's the thing. She was. She was that's no, what I'm saying. Like, she wasn't Mary. She wasn't Mary. She was just. Some, some she was an up, uh, up and coming uh, artist back in the day, you know. She was she wasn't married. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But I don't know, man. Like I just don't want to be to a point to where like Tiger's showing up and he's like, oh yeah, I got a new single and he performs it on the show, like because cause that Snoop Dogg song that's an actual song and I feel like like artists are gonna get hip to it. Like oh well, you know, if I go and do a performance on Empire then that's giving my song or my album access to like 17 million people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. people, I just don't want artists to turn around and use this as like some kind of promotional tool because I will go and get your music. If I want it, I don't want your music like in my face like that. But I will say that Snoop Dogg song was the best Snoop Dogg song I've heard in like six years easily. Right. Yeah. Snoop's overrated. It, well, my, my, all right, we'll. we'll have, <laughs> He's like, that's another conversation. <laughs> no, 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 because like, because I've always been in the boat that like Snoop is Snoop is the only rapper that can live off the success of one album for like ever. <laughs> like, he's never gonna. He's never gonna. Nobody's ever gonna be like, oh well, Snoop haven't dropped anything close to doggy style in a while. Like nobody's ever saying that. But like, what's funny to me is like I. I'm I am West Coast, right? I I'm from out here. I love West Coast music and West Coast sound, or whatever. And I love that album when it came out. But when I listen to that album now, to me, it doesn't hold up like a whole lot of other stuff. From what was that? What happened? It's my house. My alarm. Hi. <laughs> oh, well, like, what happened? <laughs> uh, um, it doesn't hold up as well as a lot of stuff that uh, didn't do. You know, wasn't as popular uh, back back then. But, uh, I mean, it still holds up okay, but not like a lot of other stuff. Not like a lot of the Tupac and, the you know, some of the Ice Cube or whatever else. But, you know, it is it is what it is. I just, I'm not the biggest Snoop Dogg fan. That's all. Is All right, so my thing is this. Like, this is what I want to happen, right? Mm-hmm. I want Lucius to get out of jail, call Naomi Campbell, and just, like, parade her around as a disrespect to Hakeem. <laughs> <laughs> he started no. the next big rap battle. No. Rap, rap beef. Look, I'm just I'm just trying to help Lee Daniels out. I'm just trying to because I, I feel like he he went through a lot of the ideas that he had in season one. So he's starting season two with like no ideas because this show has no idea what pace is. <laughs> they was just like, yo, we gonna pack this season with as much drama as we can. And not worry about the future. Oh, best believe that's gonna slow the fuck down. I hope it does. It's, oh, <laughs> it's gonna slow. It's gonna slow down probably to a crawl. And probably that. Now that I would be more worried about that ruining the show than the guest because I think now that this show is this 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 big mega hit, what mm-hmm. they're gonna do is what 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 networks do. 
they're going to start tr- go they're going to go into milk mode and they're going to mm-hmm. try to milk this shit for the ratings for as long as they can, which means they're going to slow it down and they're going to drag out every storyline and they're going to put up all the teasers and everything and try to tease everything. And, you know, Lucia's going to go back and forth between Cookie and whoever else. And, all the, yeah, they're just going to drag everything out and tease everything and it's going to slow down to a snail's pace. And that's what's going to ruin the show because networks don't get it. They don't get it. Networks will never get it, I don't think. Because... AMC and HBO and Showtime and all these other uh, smaller networks have been on the scene for way shorter time, gotten it, got shows that, you know, will do circles around anything that the networks put out and they still can't figure this shit out. They're still trying to copy them, but they don't really they don't understand what they're trying to copy. You know, they, they, they want to think, oh, it's because they're on cable and they can curse and they can show nudity. No, motherfucker, that's not why. It's because they know how to write. You know, they have talented people. They know how to write and they know how to write for the, like, for example, if this shit was on HBO, if this was an HBO produced show um, by somebody on there or like an AMC, guess what? Lucia's ass would be dead. He would be dead. He would not be coming back next season. Motherfucker would be dead. He would have L L L. ALS or whatever XYZ disease they said he had and he would have died from said disease. There would not have been no misdiagnosis. Oh, the show was doing great. We got to keep him around. No, there's none of that. He would have been dead. But see, networks don't understand that. They don't get it. They don't understand you can kill the star in, of your show and make this, that makes the show better. They don't get it. Now it's predictable. Now it's, you know, we know what's going to happen before it happens. Now, you know, we'll never be surprised because of all the things that you guys will not do because you don't want to turn people off. And it's like, you guys, you don't get it. You will never get it. You will never be HBO and AMC and FX and all these other places that, that write and take risks and know that the, it's all about the story and not the actors. We don't give a damn about the actors. I mean, yeah, they come and go, but we get over it. We miss them. Look at Walking Dead. They, they you know, now I, I'm not even, I don't think they would kill Rick, but they could. They could. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and uh, we would still be watching. You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> but yeah, they, they don't get it. They, networks don't get it. I'm sorry. I, I, I hate that. that. That's one of my pet peeves, networks and network television. It's crap. Because the network execs do not get it. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. So, okay, I guess uh, D had to step out again. Oh, <laughs> I just realized that he did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I knew when I went off on my tirade about the network not getting it, he didn't pipe in. And I'm like, okay, he must have he stepped out for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, I really think that's what's going to happen next season. I think things are going to slow down a lot, and that's going to ruin the show. That's I hope point. it doesn't get ruined, but I, I definitely hope that it is able to keep up the momentum because it has had a lot of success this season. So mm-hmm. I definitely hope it doesn't get ruined. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, and I tell you what else is I know right now, as we, as we speak, their uh, networks are, uh, they're trying to copy it. All the other networks, they're trying to figure out how to copy it. And uh, by fall, there will be some copycats. <laughs> Definitely. And you, you always see that, but then mm-hmm. it either I feel like when they do the copycat shows, it doesn't really do as well. Yeah, well you know they got they have like almost the exact show of uh, of um 
What's that one you guys watch? Is it Resurrection? Yeah, Resurrection. Yeah, what's the what's the knockoff? What's the name of the knockoff? It's, the name is even almost the same as Resurrection. Um, uh, I, I can't even, and I've watched, I've been watching it, and I can't even tell you the. But I'm about. I think I caught like a one or two episodes of that, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, I'm about sick of that this one too. But yeah, I, 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 uh, I did we. What's going on with Resurrection? Did we have we found out anything yet, or are we still just as lost as we were at the beginning? You guys still just watching as it? lost, just, just as just just as disappointed. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's I, still very 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 much so at a disappointing pace. Wow, um, it, it's getting kind of weird. It's getting like very alienish uh-huh. to me, and not really like it's mysterious. What's going on? What's gonna what you're gonna find out? So. Well, see, that's the only thing I'm curious about is to know like the big reveal like what's really the call and that was my guess at the beginning was that it was aliens when we when it first debuted i guess that it was some some alien thing going i mean you got that but it's got it's getting weird to like it's not really i don't know it's not keeping my attention like it was before of course you knew it was something weird like nobody just pops up (laughs) um it's definitely i don't know how i feel about it anymore it's not like I'm not going to watch it, but it's definitely where y'all going. You got a couple of episodes to keep me interested. Right. Right. I know you guys, uh, uh, I heard that show where, uh, D was saying, uh, he was saying, I don't know how people do it. Dino red. He was saying, I like, you know, he just stopped. He dropped resurrection and how he just, he just dropped stuff. Like I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The thing is, it's not so much whether I do it or not do it. It gets done for me, <laughs> if that makes any sense. So let me explain it. The way that I am, because sometimes on a, on a, on a, like a, on, on, on a certain level, I will still want to stay with a show, right? Like on a certain mm-hmm. level, like I'm, I haven't given up on it and I, I, I'm still trying to stick with it. But mm-hmm. one of the signs is, there's a couple of signs when I'm, when it's like, more than one on my DVR and I'm like in no hurry to get to it. <laughs> that's a sign. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a sign <laughs> that it, it don't have long for this world. And then also if I'm watching, if I have to watch an episode more than once, you know, or if I, if I have to watch one episode in more than one setting, you know what I mean? Like if I, I, mm-hmm. I don't watch a whole episode, I'd stop it to do something else or what, you know, the, all those are all bad signs that I'm not into the show. If I can't remember to add something to my regular, like lineup, then I'm like, okay, this is definitely not something like if I go through, like, I know I have show, I remember the shows that I watch based off of the day of the week. And so I kind of just like go through in my mind and try to keep up that way. And if I skip over it that way, then I'm like, yeah, this is not the show for me anymore. Right. Right. <laughs> But then, though, there's times when, like, there's a show like Vikings where I got, like, a couple episodes backed up on that. and I, But I am into it. The problem with that is that Vikings, I don't know if you watch it, it, um, it has down periods where it gets slow. And I, have, I, I have, haven't checked it out. Okay, I just have, it's like in this third season, but it's pretty good. A lot of people call it, uh, like, the, 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 uh, like, a poor man's version of uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, it it has, <laughs> but it doesn't do the slow periods as well as Game of Thrones does. 
So the slow periods, I have a problem getting through the slow periods. But once I get past those, I'm back into it again. And right oh. now I hit a slow period. And I'm just trying to push my way past the slow period so that I can get back into it again. But I haven't been able to. So it's kind of like backing up on me. But <laughs> but that's one show that I like, even though it's backing up on me, you know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just like that. It's, you know, if I if, if the show has lost me, it's just lost me. You know, even if I want to stick with it, I can't. You know, I can't. And then sometimes I, I, I reach a point of no return, like lost. Like Lost, I wanted, yeah. I fucking wanted to stop watching Lost. I had the biggest love hate. You think you think D's got a love hate with uh, Empire? Oh hell no! I man, I loved and hated Lost, and I got to a point where I wanted to know what was going on so bad that I could not, I couldn't, I couldn't turn back. And I, hey I, D, I, yo, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? Did you watch it live? Because I have a theory with that. I did watch it live. Okay, because I know I've noticed that most people that I've talked to Lost about live, like, echo the same sentiments, you know, as you. But like me, I caught it late on Netflix, so I watched like six seasons in. Yeah, there, there was no Netflix when Lost first came on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like, I, I caught it way late. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I think that my attachment to the show differs from those that like watched it week to week, year to year. And I feel like they're more like volatile about the show where I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, the first three seasons were good. The last four were. Eh. Yeah. But like I know like people that watched it live, like, you know, you, I think Rod watched it live. I know a couple of mm-hmm. people that I work with watched it live and it was just like, I spent six years of my life watching this crap yep. and I couldn't stop because I had already invested like three years before it got bad. And I'm just right. like, and then like Rod said on the show, I heard, I heard you guys mention it. He, they just straight up lied because you know how the theories go around the internet and stuff. And we were all speculating, Oh, they're in purgatory and stuff like that. And they were like, nah, that ain't it. That ain't it. That definitely ain't it. Motherfucker. That was it that, you know, and I don't, and I feel like what lost the reason why they were saying that wasn't it wasn't because they were trying to lie to us or, or throw us off. I think it was because, they was making that shit up as they went along. And at the time they was trying to come up with something better and they realized they pay, you know, painted themselves into a corner. And that was like the only that they couldn't come up with nothing else. That was the only thing that halfway kind of worked was to do it that way. And that's why it turned out to be a lie. They didn't really intend for it to be a lie, but that's why it was because they was just making, and there was so many answers that were not so many questions that were not answered. So many things they did that, Went nowhere, meant nothing. Polar bears and smoke monsters and stuff. I mean, it was just oh, that show was frustrating. That was yeah, uh, yeah that show. Oh. <laughs> but another thing too, I noticed uh, a lot of people talk about how slow, painfully slow, that Breaking Bad started the first couple of seasons, and I didn't, I didn't feel that way about it. I watched that live too. I I just didn't get that. I didn't feel like it was uh, um, painfully slow. Now I do admit that it was slower to start out than it, you know, it picked up steam. But I felt that, you know, what they was giving us was, you know, was compelling and intriguing, and you know, I liked it. I didn't I didn't feel like it was slow at all. So I'm really really uh, that that uh, kind of takes me back when I hear that from people all the time, how, you know, how painfully slow people felt it was the first and and actually awful. You know, a lot of people say the first, you know, season or two was, and I'm like, wow, really? Like, cause I don't, I don't get that at all. I I wouldn't go. It was bad. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and like, my thing is, I, I just by the time I started watching uh, Breaking Bad the the first time, because because it, it took me uh, two two like attempts to actually watch the whole series. Uh-huh. So the first time I watched it, everybody was already in like season four or like right at the the beginning of season five. Mm-hmm. So watched it when everybody else was watching it in in my opinion at its peak Mm -hmm. so like the excitement and stuff that i was seeing from people on twitter wasn't matching what i was seeing in season one Mm -hmm. so i just kind of had to you know i just had to give it time and and eventually it kind of uh kind of grew to that because i think like from the time from season three on i get why people say that that's like in their top one or two shows of all time because like it's some really good stuff Mm -hmm. in season through four but it was just i just think that i kind of caught it at a time to where like the show was peaking in like social media and stuff like that and it wasn't necessarily what i was seeing in um in season one Mm, okay i kind of get that kind of get that what about you mac did you watch uh you know no breaking bad or the wire uh lost for you i did do lost i started out doing lost um like right before it was gonna go off tv i didn't finish it but I would sit there for like hours. it was once it was on Netflix, so it definitely been on TV for a while. Um, Breaking Bad, I binge watched it, and all of the shows. It didn't start off slow to me, only because I think I was anticipating catching up with everyone else was before they would actually start tweeting about it. So right. <laughs> it wasn't painful for me. And then what was the last show you asked about? Wire. The Wire. So I watched it when it was on TV the first time, okay. and then a friend of mine started. Uh, watching it all like a couple of months ago and so I started watching episodes again um, and that one very intrigued it, it was yeah. no like boredom whatsoever it, um, you know what I just finished watching the whole series again and it's better the second time wait a minute how many times have you watched it let me see if you got as many times as D no only 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 two okay no, only two I think D is on the 12th time that he's watched this um, <laughs> series <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm that, I'm that kind of person. I don't stuff that I really like. I savor it and don't like to enjoy it too much because I, I'll get bored with something. You know, like the you know how those people can watch movies over and over and over again. I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do oh. that. And for, the more I watch it, the more I start picking it apart and finding flaws and things. And then not even like classics. Like I mean, I can watch it again. You know what I'm saying? And I could watch it many times, but it has to be, like, years spaced out. You know, I can't, like, you know, I can't watch it, like, over and over. over. No, I can't do that. I can't. Nah, I can't do that. The only thing you I can do that with is um, sitcoms. Sitcoms are the only thing that I can, like, know everything that's going on and still watch it and won't hate it or whatever. But anything else that I like, and it's the same thing with restaurants. Like, I won't go, I intentionally don't go to my favorite restaurants that much because, then I will like not like it as much. <laughs> I, you are an interesting character. I don't have to say that. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I don't I think can't, I've ever heard anybody say that. Yeah, I can't go to my. No, don't get me wrong. I won't go to places that I don't like. I mean, I go to places that I like, mm-hmm. you know, frequently. But the places that I really. Well, first of all, the places that I really like, I ain't got money to be going there every day anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just keep that real. Okay. I couldn't afford to go as much, you know, but. If I did, I could afford to go more than I do, okay? And I I don't just because I like keeping it fresh. I like keeping it at that level where I really enjoy it. And the more I'm exposed to it, then the more it's kind of like, eh, it's not as special anymore. It's not as good. Yeah. That's just, 
how I am. Like my brother, he can, I don't know. I don't get it. He can watch a movie like a billion times. I can't do it. I can't do it. And if I'm I like did, that I hate with, it. I'm like that with movies and or, um, and or sitcoms like Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. I can watch those like all the time. And like, then, it doesn't matter. And then, and then there's a part of me that's scared that I'm going to discover that I don't actually like Star Wars. As a kid, I love Star Wars. But then as I, when I watched it as a dog, I was like, this is not all that. Like, I was so disappointed to find out, like, I'm like, this story is like, this is so, this is so common. It's like, it's like any other movie, but like in space. I mean, the writing and the storyline was just like, so, you know, it's all about the special effects and that's cool. But I'm like, okay. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, this is like all the euphemism for like, uh, or allegory, allegory for religion, you know, the force mm-hmm. and all this stuff. I'm like, this is just, he's just talking about religion and like the Holy Ghost and stuff. <laughs> and so I was just kind of disappointed, you know, at when I grew up to like, you know, it wasn't, you know, what I remembered as a kid. But when you're a kid, you're just looking at all the effects and stuff, you know, so there's not even listening to the storyline. Right, right. So there's a part of that, too. It's like, ah, oh, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that the next time around it. You know, I will have grown and all of a sudden it won't I'll find something that, you know, that I didn't see the first time and be like, what? How did I miss that? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I would yeah. say I have here recently um, enjoy like shows that I watch when I, or not shows, but like, even movies or even shows that I understand that I hadn't seen in a long time. And I understand them way better now. And I get what like maybe the humor was. Uh huh. You know, like you don't understand stuff as a kid, or sometimes even as a teenager, that right. um, they were hinting at. And now, the older that you get, and I go back and I look at some stuff, I'm like, oh, that's what they were talking about. Right. So, right. You, to me, I enjoy it a little bit more when I do rewatch something like that. Yeah, especially like Bugs Bunny. Just take something like as simple as Bugs Bunny. Like all the jokes for, from Bugs Bunny are like kids cannot understand. Like even at all now some of the some of the the, the young adults wouldn't get them now that they're so old you know the references mm-hmm. and stuff i mean but everything was like humphrey bogart and making fun of casablanca and you know gangster movies and stuff like that i mean it was like mm-hmm. it, you know all that stuff was like little kids didn't you know you're just laughing at the bam you know what i'm saying <laughs> bam and the colors just, right right <laughs> Which is crazy, so. What would you say television show-wise would be, like, one of your all-time favorites? Oh, definitely The Wire. The Wire, and, um, yeah, D got issues with me because I'm, like, now I'm putting, uh, I've uh, just recently declared that Game of Thrones is, is, it's a different genre, so it's kind of hard, it's almost like comparing apples and oranges, but Mm -hmm. pound for pound, minute for minute, (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say Game of Thrones is is on par with The Wire. I mean, I was hesitant the first couple of seasons to say that because it was too soon, but now it's been out long enough, and they've gotten enough shows under their belt where I feel like those. And it's and in some ways, it's you know, there's no show like that could compete with it ever. Just cast wise, it's just awesome. It's just ridiculous, you know. And also, just the the density of that imaginary world that. Uh, that Martin created is is mind boggling and it is just it is wow. It is just yeah. it's just out there. And so I would put Wire and, and uh Game of Thrones as the best shows on television of all time. 
without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would definitely agree. Game of Thrones is um, probably in my top five. Mm-hmm. I can't. I wouldn't say I can narrow it down right now because then I'm gonna say something crazy like Golden Girls and everybody's gonna look at me like what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, another thing that about Game of Thrones is I watch every episode a minimum of three times. Mm-hmm. I've seen every episode a minimum of three times, and no matter how many times, and some some episodes I've seen more, and no oh, wow. no matter how many times I watch it, I catch something that I didn't. And I swear I've caught everything. You know, it's like I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not tweeting. I'm not texting. I'm paying attention. I'm like, this is my shit. I'm glued to the television, right? And I'm like, how the fuck did I not see this? Not the first and then not the second. How How is there more the third time still? Little mm-hmm. nuances and stuff that just little... You know, like wow, I didn't even, I didn't even catch that. So I get, I get violently upset when I hear people say they binge watch uh, Game of Thrones. You cannot fucking binge watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> that I am not. You know, I'm. Uh, you know, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not trying. To, I, I'm not a dumb cat. Not by any means. You know, I'm. I'm. You know, I have a master's degree, so I'm reasonably intelligent. And I watch reasonably shit, though. <laughs> reasonably intelligent. Okay, I watched the shit an episode three times and still. So if you binge watching shit, now how much are you missing? You know what I'm saying? You binge watching it back to back? No, you, you. It's not. This show is not meant for that. You're not. You're not catching everything. You you don't even know what's going on. You think you know what's going on, but you don't. You gotta sit and marinate for a little bit, huh? Yeah, you don't even know what's going on. You really don't. <laughs> if you binge watching Game of Thrones, you do not know what the, I will. I say that with the utmost confidence. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care who you are. And I don't care how many characters' names you think you know, whatever. You don't know what's going on. You just don't. You don't have a clue. And Dude, the fact, don't, the and the fact that you think that you know what's going on shows that you don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, D, I was just telling Mac how I get pissed off when I hear people um, binge watching Game of Thrones. It's just, oh. I know, I know. This I have this one social media podcast friend, whatever. She binge watched like two seasons in a matter of a, a weekend. Like she, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like one, literally one day. I was uh, on social media. She was saying she hadn't seen it. The next day, she's talking about how excited she was for the the the, the season premiere of, you know, the, I'm like, you just said you never saw it. You know, oh, I binge watched <laughs> it. I'm like, oh, Jesus, why the fuck would you do that? I'm like you can't, you can't, can't binge watch Game of Thrones. I spent last summer watching it. Yeah, I think I think we may have started around the same time. Like I, I, I think I watched it in in the course of like three weeks, and then I had to like go through and spend like a week with like a week or two with each season. So I think all in all, I've seen all of the episodes like probably three or four times. If, and I was gonna say, if you're gonna binge watch it, that's the way to do it. Like you can't just do it once, especially in like a several seasons in a matter of a weekend you know that's just insanity that's just that's just not doing it justice that's just not appreciating it that's just it's a it's a crime you need to be locked up oh god and then I, I need to come and repossess your television that is a tv crime first degree felony <laughs> Don't play with my Game of Thrones. Don't play. Don't play with my wire either. 
<laughs> Those are the two. Those are the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just that's insanity to me. Been watching Game of Thrones, and you should like. After the first episode, you should be able to like, okay, this is probably not a good idea to binge watch this show. Uh-huh. Like, that's, like shows like that, like that, um, maybe three episodes in for sure. Because the first one, I feel like we didn't know what we were getting into at first. Right, right. You know what I mean? The first episode was just like, damn, this is really good. But we we really didn't know. We really didn't know like what we were getting into. It was just like, wow, just. Yeah, and, and I think yeah, I think shows like that they are meant to be. Uh, uh, to be uh, like watched slowly because like you the thing with shows like that like nuance is very important mm-hmm. like st- stuff they don't say but it's just like it's kind of like yep. well you know that person did this in an earlier scene how does that affect their like motive and all of that stuff for this scene and it's like Mad Men is another show like where you got to understand like nuance of relationships because it may appear one way on on the screen but like the way it's written like just certain little things can like tick you know tip you off um so yeah so definitely those shows man we do uh you do have to like really really like dive deep into them um yeah i like i like like mad men too but i i can see how i can that's one show that's really good that i can see how a lot of people may not get into it yeah it, it's um because it, like the thing is mad men is like extremely slow right slow building a lot of like you know character stuff yep um it's not a, it's not a plot driven show you know it's like well the these are some interesting characters that we want you to that we want to show you these is this is how those interesting characters are living right you know um so yeah i mean but i i, I just really it's really one of my it's been consistently like one of my favorite shows on tv yeah, yeah, mine too. Um, there are, you know, like everything else, there are some seasons that are better than others or not as, you know. One of the things, uh, this trend that AMC has started, I'm not a fan of. I, I don't like this shit where they want to break the uh, second, the, the last, the final season. They want to break it into two seasons. They want to show half one year and then the other half the next year. I don't like that. That's that's some bullshit. They need to, they need to stop right. that. They need to stop that. Yeah, because they they, even, they did it with Breaking Bad. I, yeah. I think you know it's it's like look, we, we only got this show for one more year. We are gonna milk it as long as we can, and all, and also like it gives it multiple chances at uh at Emmys, right? You know, because like, Mad Men's last season is gonna be up for Emmys this year, and right. then this new seven that's on TV is gonna be up for the Emmys next year. So instead of saying you know here's one thirteen episode uh, season, um. You know we're gonna break it up, and that kind of doubles the chances that uh, you know that they um have it winning, and you know and just add space too. Oh yeah, I fully understand why they do it. I just don't like it, I, but I fully understand the 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 business and the logistics behind it. But I don't like it, and I also feel like it's kind of cheating. And I also think that the the Emmys and whatnot might uh, I don't know if they're going to appreciate you know people if other people start following that or continue to let them get along with that and they might uh, put in some kind of rule to prevent that you know it it already sucks that you know in order to get quality television you know the the number of episodes that we used to get back in the day you know we used to you know we used to get an insane amount of uh tv episodes uh versus now you know now we spend more time waiting for a show to come back than we actually do watching it 
You know, it's, right. it's on two months, two and a half months, and then we're waiting another uh, 10, you know, <laughs> 10 months for it to come back, nine and a half, whatever, for it to come back. Whereas, and especially something like Game of Thrones, where it's only, you know, it's only 10 episodes, so it's really only going to run two months, and then you spend the other 10 months waiting for it. Right. And then, like, when I was a kid, man, I mean, shows basically you had the summer off and then other than the summer um it was it was new you know everything was new the uh you might have a week or two off like during the uh the winter break you know the first like the first year a lot of times of a show they would uh do uh the the holiday episodes and then for the next two or three years, they would just rerun those same holiday episodes, and then maybe like year four, they'll do another, uh, you know, another uh, holiday episode, and then do the same thing for another few years. But you pretty much had new shows all the other all the seasons except for summer, you know. <laughs> but uh, nowadays, you know, you don't you don't get that much. But I, you know, I'll, I'll take I'll take the quality over the quantity, but I just don't appreciate the way they want to break it up and you know and and uh take uh weeks off because of super bowl or or you know or uh take a week off because of sweeps and all that kind of stuff i don't like yeah. that shit yep yep you know <clears throat> but anyway um hey guys this has been great um and the yeah, time my, to- yeah thank you for having us even though i was you know in and out <laughs> <laughs> that's what a yeah, hamburger is no, all about you- but uh i do appreciate you having us though man like it's it's been a busy week and we still gotta you know do our our show tomorrow um i'm trying to talk my way into uh doing a love and hip-hop recap with uh 1515 (laughs) (laughs) we haven't talked about it on our show in a while but you know still kind of itching to to, uh talk about some ratchetness so right 1515 they only do ratchetness huh yeah, yeah, those are my people, though, man. Yeah. Uh, John and Shell, they they good people. Yeah, I don't know John, but I know Shell a little bit, only like through Twitter and social media, whatever. And she seems really cool. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so but I don't I don't really check them out. Like uh, I check you guys out because they don't they don't listen to they don't they don't. And let me ask you this too before I let you guys go. I've always wanted this during uh, the Shondaland hour. The only show that I really like from Shonda is the one that you guys don't review. What's up with that? <laughs> yes. That's the only one I like. The other two I watched because of my wife. I don't like those shows. <laughs> um, I, I never really got into Grey's Anatomy and then like, I, I kind of want to go back and, and binge watch it. But every time I go to Netflix and I see nine seasons, like per <laughs> yeah. season, 44 minutes a piece. I'm just kind of like, yo, yeah. this it's one of those shows I'm just gonna have to chalk up to never seeing in my life. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. At this point, yeah, it's wow. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, coming in the ER at the end, you know. Right, right, right. I think there's so many um, because it's I don't know, like it's so far into the season or into the show. Right. It's kind of hard to pick up and talk about stuff, especially something that we really don't. No, no, really no, 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 no. I, I get, I get why you guys don't talk about it. I was just wondering why you guys never watched it, especially since you guys ride with all the other Shonda shows. This was the first one. So I've I was tried, like, and I can't get into it as much as I've gotten into the others. 
See, I think that's the, you know what? See, that, therein lies the problem. And that's the reason why I do like it because it's not, it's more like a regular show and not as, the other stuff is just kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's like, mm, oh, let me ask you this. You guys watch Ray Donovan, the, the white male version of uh, Scandal? I do. I, 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 yeah, I think it's okay. I think it's pretty good. That's a good fucking show. That's a good show. Yeah. That's a man show. That shit yep. is oh man, I, I like I like Ray Donovan. <laughs> now I was like, this is what Scandal supposed to be like. <laughs> I was like, if Scandal was like this, I'd be all in. <laughs> so I don't think you've had a chance to uh, check out um Bosch yet either, have you? No, no, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. It's on. It's on the to do list. Yeah, it's not that, that one is. Uh, and it's 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 good. It's solid. It's not something that you you know can't miss. You know, but it's. I think right. I'm pretty sure that you would enjoy it. It's just you know at, at the end of the day, it's still a cop show. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> like that's one of my pet peeves. Like how many cop, doctor, lawyer shows they gonna give us? Like you know, like we have all these new. Not not to mention. You can do a show that does not revolve around the workplace, people. Surprise, you know, ever thought of that? <laughs> but, you know, if you do, that's fine. But, God, there's so many other, uh, you know. Stories to be told. Right. Shit, I'm going to do yeah. a, I'll write a series about podcasting. <laughs> 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 but really, though, I mean, but, yeah, they, and cop, doctor, and lawyer, like, they used to have, P.I. used to be included in that, but the, those and fell off. And uh, but they just they just go back to those 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 same three are always filled with on network television. It's like at any given time in history, you've always got uh, plenty of those shows. Like, like as I said, networks they don't get it. They don't get it. <laughs> they don't get it. But anyway, all right. Um, Okay, well, I guess that's it for another episode of the Shiznit Show, guys. I hope you guys uh, out there enjoyed our guest, Mac and D. Thanks again, guys, for joining us. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our this special edition of uh, Shiznit Show TV or Red Rock Television or whatever it's called. And uh, you know what? I, I think uh, I'm going to have to do more shows like this. since my Like I said, since my crew doesn't watch television, uh I had to hook up with you guys or some other people that, you know, they're not the only people with that podcast in the world. There are other podcasts out there that, that do television. So I'm going to have to start hooking up with them. Maybe I'll hook up with a different <laughs> show once a month and, uh, and do this. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what I'll do. And you guys will be the, the first, first installment. This will be the beginning oh, of, a, of a new podcast I'll do uh, monthly. Maybe, maybe that's what I'll do. Oh. We we honored. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, if that's the case, uh, I'm gonna have to look. Uh, definitely gonna um, have you guys back more often. <laughs> hey, just just let us know, man. We are, we're always down to talk some TV. All right. Well, so with that said, uh, for uh, D and for Mac, I'm Dino Red. Um, holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424 261 
888-900-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Family Time Travel, your one-stop destination to every place you want to be. Whether you want to go to the French Riviera on a luxurious vacation or a budget vacation to Vegas and everything in between, Family Time Travel is your one-stop destination for all your travel needs. You can go to our site at familytimetravel.paycation.com and you can help yourself in our search engine or you can leave your contact information and one of our certified travel agents will give you a call and give you all the personalized service that you require. Family Time Travel. FamilyTime.Vacation.com. Tell them Dino sent you.